0: This is the Cigar Snob Podcast, and I am Nick Jimenez. On this episode of the podcast, we are bringing you an interview that we recorded actually uh, quite a while ago at the IPCPR trade show in Las Vegas back in July, Um, but we're putting it out now because we published an abridged version of this interview with Nirka Reyes of De Los Reyes Cigars, in the most recent issue of Cigar Snob Magazine. So, along with a profile of Michael Herklotz, a travel story uh, that we did after a trip to Mexico City, and a whole bunch of other things, you will find in that issue a Q&A between Nirka Reyes and our publisher, Eric Calvino. So, without any further ado, here is Eric Calvino's interview with Nirka Reyes. All
1: right, so Nirka... Thank you. Thank you for having us here and, and uh, for being a part of our, our podcast. Uh, so, can you tell us uh, a little bit, before we get to the products that, that you're releasing here at the show, can you, can you give us a little bit of context around Saga and uh, the company, your position in it, and, and where the company is nowadays?
2: Yes, of course. Thank you, Eric. Um, the company name is De Los Reyes Cigars. It is a company that I basically inherited in life from my father and I've been running it for the past eight years. Um, Saga was my first project because I did work with my father in a previous project that is Don Julio and Saga was kind of like my baby. And the reason that I named the, the brand itself Saga it's because what made me fall in love with this industry are the stories people tell. And Sagas are that, are stories that people tell from generation after generation and that was another connection for me to name it that way because there's many people on in the industry and there's been many old families making cigars but in Dominican Republic none of them has continuously been in the tobacco industry for six generations so that's how Saga came up. It has four different lines, the Saga Golden Age which is which is a Dominican Puro, the Saga Blend Number 7 that it's kind of our tribute to Cuban seeds uh, grown in different parts of the world. It has Brazil, Nicaragua, Honduras and Dominican Republic, only one blend. And then the Saga Shirt Tales, which are the books collection. A lot of people have been talking about those. Um, it's a collection of books because we kind of figured that nowadays smokers are way more interested in knowing about the, the cigars that they're smoking, about the story behind them. So we make a collection of books and each one of them, it's a different story, a different blend, a different size. And it's been picking up very well. And then, last but not least, the Saga Solas, which we're smoking right now.
1: So it's solas. 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 So yeah, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful production. I'm, I'm smoking it for the first time here, so, <laughs> uh, but very exciting. So yeah, the books are something that everyone has to talk about, right? Like we have them in our office. Thank you for sending them. <laughs> You're uh, welcome. And every time you know someone walks by, they're like, what is this? I'm like, open it. <laughs> you know, we love it. It's such a, a unique presentation. Um, and so, so so, tell us about the solas itself. So what is, the, what is the deal with this blend?
2: Well, first of all, solas, it's a word in Spanish that means the recreation, the leisure after work. So it's that time after you're done with your job and you want to take something relaxing. That's what solas means in Spanish. So we wanted to make our first mild to medium cigar because everything that we've done in the past, it's from medium up. Yep. So this is our first mild to medium cigar. It has an Ecuador wrapper, and then everything else is from Dominican Republic, from my family fields. And even though we went milder on these than our other cigars, we wanted to maintain the full flavor, kind of the complexity going on. Because there's already uh, the very balanced, very kind of um, continuous mild cigars that people will go for. Yeah. And we wanted to make something different, to have flavor, but without the spiciness. And that's why we we came up on the Solas. Also, kind of like a smooth draw. We went a little bit below the standard on the Drawmaster, just to make it an easygoing cigar to go with the name, Solas.
1: Okay, so yeah, so an easygoing smoke to sort of end your day, Mm -hmm. right?
2: And also, um, well, it comes in three different facings. Um, It's a Robusto, a Churchill, and a Toro Gordo, which is a thicker kind of
1: toro what is that six by 54 or 58 58 oh yeah yeah
2: that's it's a, a bigger quarter
1: <laughs> so uh yeah you know I think that you'll find that even golfers yes. uh this is kind of like an ideal cigar for that because it's so easygoing yeah. and low strength so it doesn't give you a buzz no I don't um uh, and so yeah really well done and Thank you. and so how is how is Saga doing in the U.S. market? I know you guys do a lot international. Yes. And in the U.S. market, you know, there's there's places that I go that I don't see Saga. Yes. And then there's places I go and it's everywhere. So tell us a little bit about how that's working.
2: Well, the thing about our company is that we don't make cigars as a business. I know people are going to say, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we, we do it because we're passionate about it and... And we want to bring joy, in a way, to the people who who really like cigars. And the way that we've been doing it, as we've talked um, in the past, in, yeah. in, in conversations, is that... Usually over person- dinner. Yeah, over dinner, yes. At Saga. <laughs> yeah.
1: We'll get to that later.
2: Um, it's that we've been doing everything personal, like... We don't have that many reps we've been handling everything with the shell who's our sagat ambassador he's the one traveling to stores and visiting them also most of the sales is because someone tried their cigars and they kind of convinced the shop owners to buy it and and that's been the way for us now i understand because the name's getting out there and a lot of people are saying but i don't find it anywhere that we're in the process of hiring reps we have one in texas right now and, in Californ- and also getting distributors or brokers. For example, in, in California, we just started with GMG. And we're starting to get out there to have a more complex structure to, to actually supply um, the smokers that want to have our cigars.
1: Yeah, and, and so you mentioned a second ago uh, over dinner yeah. uh, at Saga. And so the restaurant, it's uh, something that I think everyone who goes to Pro Cigar, everyone that goes to Santiago, knows about Saga but that's a very small percentage of of, you know the U.S. cigar smokers (laughs) and so just touch on that restaurant because I think it's such a a unique part of of the let's say the Saga family of offerings I mean just before you get going we walked in here you gave me Saga coffee and you gave me Saga cookies and it's (laughs) nuts like what it's not normal for or not common I should say not normal. Uh, not common for me to walk into someone's booth at the trade show and get handed cookies that are delicious. And so tell us a little bit first about what's up with the cookies and the coffee <laughs> and then tell me about the restaurant.
2: Well, the thing is that um, I inherited that from my father. We're a very, very welcoming family. Yes. We want everyone to feel at home. So everyone who visits us at Pro Cigar, they get to go to our fields. And in the fields, we have kind of like what we call a hangover table. And there we serve coffee, freshly I've brewed. I've never been at that table. No, you haven't. No, no. <laughs> and they make the coffee old style and we have cookies with the coffee. So we said, you know, not everyone gets the chance to come to the Dominican Republic. Why don't we bring a little bit of that to here? I love it. And that's it. what we did.
1: I love it. Is there any like concept of, of doing events, say, in the U.S. and bringing a little bit of that with you? I think that's... It's again such a different thing.
2: I know that Uh, cigar companies don't normally do. It is part of our plan because it is something that distinguishes us—the attention to detail—and that's something that, because I think we're on the smaller scale size of a company, we're able to do and still connect with people and be, you know, welcoming.
1: I know, but I think that it is part part of your sort of brand message because you guys I know that that's not an official thing but you guys are so uh, hosp- like it's all about hospitality always whenever we're with you guys it's like man there's like I feel bad like, I didn't bring cookies <laughs> <laughs> like she's always giving me something and I'm not bringing anything and so uh, it's a lovely thing and I think it's part of your uh, the brand message that should probably be something that you guys implement more officially Uh, As you roll things out, because it's it's what like you said, it's what distinguishes your brand from others is that when the when the consumer meets you guys, they always leave like, man, I just I just had an event. And man, those people were so nice.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. When I started and I had to handle my first Brosigar Festival, I was like, oh, my God, how are we going to get all these people to come? If Maybe they don't know that much the company. And then it was the first year, the second year. And people started talking about our tour because of that. And now I have to close because I have too many yeah. people on my tour. And, and it's, it's again, because it's of because that.
1: of that. Like when well, the first time I went to the tour with you guys, I left with a coffee mug with my name on it. Uh, it was like so many different personalized things. That again, it has whether by design or just because of the nature of the way you guys are, it's become your brand identity. So I think so also so I. I I would personally like to see that uh, sort of be more of an official thing whenever you roll out events and, and do things like that, to incorporate that. Yeah. So finally, we're kind of running low on time. I do want to talk about the restaurant. Okay. Because whoever goes to Santiago, they, Needs have, to go to to. Saga. they have to go to Saga.
2: Well, what happened is that my dad was always kind of upset. Where I'm going to take people who come visit me, that I can smoke easily, that every cigar smoker can come. And he's always been a foodie. My dad's like big time foodie. And he loves spirits and he loves wine. And he said, you know, I'm going to make it. And for, and just for you to know, the name of the restaurant, it's not Saga, if you ask him. It's Sabores Gastronomicos. Oh, but oh, no one oh. knows it that no. way, you know. I
1: it's, didn't even know that. Yeah. But it's so funny. He threatens me with with, with food. Like, if you <laughs> come, you know, we may run out of the tomahawk that night. <laughs> like, that's not, he threatens me with food. That's what he does.
2: And it's it's to compliment. The, the same thing. I have my dad to thank for, for teaching us how to be always so welcoming. And it was his way to leave kind of a legacy to the industry because it's not only us who use that restaurant every single dominican manufacturer goes there you'll go on a wednesday and you'll see lito drinking his rum over there and then you're gonna see maybe manolo in another table or carlito's picking dinner up it's like it's full of the manufacturers all the time
1: it is and it's a beautiful legacy to leave so uh thank you again for always being yourselves you guys are just wonderful people to always be around and, uh, and we love spending time with you, so
2: Likewise. Thank, you. thank you for joining us. Thank you, Eric.
1: All right.
0: All right, thank you for joining us here on the Cigar Snob Podcast. As always, you can find past episodes of the podcast at cigarsnobmag.com slash podcast. You can follow us on all of the social media things at cigarsnobmag. And uh, if you go to cigarsnobmag.com, go to the shop tab, you can subscribe to our print magazine, which we publish uh, six times a year. You can subscribe for 18 bucks for the year. That is a pretty good deal. So uh, aside from that, yeah, keep listening, leave nice comments, five-star ratings, reviews, share with your friends, tell your mom, all that stuff. All right, until next time, take care.